Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. You do it all, mamacita, without breaking a sweat. Like being a boss exec to Tuesday tennis to homework. Why do kids have so much homework? Family dinners, lunches, brunches, trips to the vet, and a weekend getaway that's anything but a getaway. And you do it all con ganas. Even when you have back-to-back conference calls on top of the kids' dance recitals, not to mention your side hustle. That's why we created the fully reimagined Infiniti QX60, a luxury SUV as functional as it is stylish and as versatile as it is serene. With premium features like a panoramic moonroof, ample cargo space, and available massaging front seats to bring the ease of luxury to your everyday. Introducing the all-new Infiniti QX60, designed to help you take on life with all the chaos it may come with. Con ganas. Learn more at infinityusa.com. Now with extremely limited availability. Contact your local retailer for inventory information. Hey, mamacita. Welcome to the Mamas Con Ganas podcast. That's mamas as in, hey, mama. Y te traemos episodios para que tengas las ganas de motivarte, surgir y triunfar. Don't be a mama con drama. Let's be mamas con ganas. I'm your host, Valentina Izara. On this episode of the Mamas Con Ganas podcast, I'm interviewing Yvonne Hernandez, meditation teacher and Reiki master and also podcaster, the founder of Decide Balance. Welcome, Yvonne, to the Mamas Con Ganas podcast. Gracias. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here and with your beautiful audience. Yes, this has been a long time coming, Mamacita. I've had, I've had Yvonne, uh, I've had my eye on Yvonne to have her on the podcast and come because she has a beautiful mission that she's going to tell us all about. But before we go into everything that you do, Yvonne, tell us a little bit about yourself, where you come from and where you grew up. Uh, uh, so I'm, uh, so raices mexicanas. My roots are from Mexico. My parents are from Mexico. I was born and raised in Texas and um, lived on the border in Texas in a small town. And um, then went off to college. I stayed in Texas and I fell in love. And now I live in California with my bilingual children. Um, I have a son and two daughters and my husband. And, um, and so just learning and growing and, you know, still trying to, you know, stay connected to my roots, to my cultura, you know, and um, continuing teaching my kids also, you know, Espanol, you know, speaking Spanish is so important. You know, that's like, this is what, you, what you're inheriting, you know, the language, the beautiful language that we have. And um, so Spanish, you know, for me, it's super important. Yes, for me too. I think so as well. For me and at home, it's always like, that's the one thing I don't want to lose is because I think it's such a gift, the gift of language to be able to pass on that gift to our children, even though it takes a lot of work. Because I, I mean, coming from a place where we speak a bunch of languages, we also speak French here in, in my house. It's like, it takes a lot of work to yes. master the languages that you want to speak and practice because kids, you know, their go-to when you move to the States is English, right? Yes, yes. It's so easy for them to like to say, oh, but I already know. Well, at least my youngest one's like, oh, I already know Spanish. Like, okay, well then answer me in Spanish, you know. So we try to only speak Spanish at home so that we can keep the language because I don't want to forget. I I did go through a period like after I went off to college, it was English, 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 even though I had friends who did speak Spanish, but we didn't keep up with it. And then I would call home and, you know, try to share what was happening and I'm like, okay, dad, how do you say blah, 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 you know, in Spanish? Ya se te olvido. You already forgot. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm like, okay. It's interesting because now you do bilingual meditation. Well, first of all, how did you get into the world of meditation? How did you discover it? So years ago, um, mom, at one point I was a mom of three kids under five years old. So of course, worn out, exhausted, sleep deprived. 
And so I heard meditation uh, was really good for, you know, getting the deep rest that I needed, even if, if it was four hours, but I would feel rested because I was always on alert. You know, I, I never had the full rest, even though I was sleeping. And um, so I looked up, you know, different meditations. I would put on my earbuds and go to sleep. And then four hours later, you know, baby wakes up and is hungry, whatever, right? So then years forward, um, my son, my oldest, you know, my oldest child, my son, he was in third grade. And at that point, the school was going through a construction phase. So every, um, all the kids in third grade, all the classrooms, the third grade classrooms were moved to bungalows, which in their eyes seemed going from a mansion classroom to a closet. So my son is very chill. He's so chill, you know, and nothing really bothers him. He doesn't really stress out, but he was like acting different. And at one point, like, he's like, I don't want to go to school. Didn't want to do homework. And, you know, after digging, digging, like, you know, ¿Qué pasa? you know, what's going on. And so finally it comes out. He's like, I, I'm, I don't want to go to school and he's not comfortable. It just feels like claustrophobic. And in my head, I'm like, oh my goodness, if my child is feeling like this and he's very quiet, like he's not very vocal, imagine the other kids, how are they feeling, you know? So I reached out to a friend. I said, hey, you know, is there a meditation script for children that I can purchase from you or learn or what can I do? She's like, oh, easy. Take them on a journey. Use your imagination. Use your senses. I'm like, okay, well, that's easy. So I reached out to his teacher and to the school and they were very supportive. His teacher said, yes, you know, come on in Friday mornings because that's when they have test days. And I started doing meditations every Friday morning. And so this was probably October. I'm sorry? With your child's class, in your child's class. In my child's class, yes. And so it was so cute to see them. I would say within a couple of weeks, it was like 90% fully participating. You still had those that were kind of like looking around, didn't want to close their eyes, but it's okay. They were quiet, you know, at least, you know. And and then in December, right before the Christmas break, the winter break, one of the parents approached me and she asked if I was a parent who was teaching the meditation. I said, yes. She's like, thank you so much. My child suffers from test anxiety, but after you've been doing these sessions every Friday morning, it's really helped her. And now she's more comfortable. Wow. Like, oh my goodness, third grader having test anxiety. That's like high school, college stuff, right? But this was a third grader. This is a child. And I'm like, wow, this is bigger than what I thought. I thought it was just like help them calm because of where they're at in the classroom, you know, how they feel, but there was so much more. And so from there, I kept going and going and I would always post on my Facebook, you know, oh, today's meditation, we were on this journey or da, 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 whatever, a little description. And I had a friend who asked me, hey, Yvonne, what is this meditation thing that you're doing? Do you no longer believe in God? And I'm like, what? Like, are you serious? So they yes. felt like it was like two mutually, like, you know, there's two different things. You either believe in God or believe in meditation. Exactly. And I'm like, okay, first of all, you have no idea what meditation is because not nah, right? Like meditation is a, a, a practice that helps you tap into that inner peace, that inner calmness. Jesus meditated girl, you know? So I'm like, what are you saying? But it's like, it's education, right? Like they don't have the, the education behind it or the knowledge behind it. And so I was thinking, you know what? I'm so grateful that she asked me that because it made me realize, well, what if other parents are thinking the same thing? You know, so, you know, these children are going to go home and say, Hey, Miss Yvonne came into my classroom and we're doing meditation in class. Then the parents, you know, there's some crazy parents out there. And then what if they call the, the school and they say, we don't want, you know, Miss Yvonne to change my child's religion. You know, it could go there. It's interesting that you say that because my first experience with meditation was with a nun when I was in sixth grade in a Catholic school. And I remember it was a very memorable experience because she had us close her eyes and we were we had to meditate. And I remember the meditation clearly to this day because we we were we were supposed to be sitting in an area that we considered peaceful, like it could be like the grass or like the beach and, you know, or at a bench or in a place where we were surrounded by nature. And the meditation was like a um, to sit with Jesus. It was a sitting with Jesus meditation. 
and, you know, sort of be opening and listening to the messages that he had to give us. And I remember opening my eyes from that experience going like, that was so beautiful that to this day, I do that meditation when I'm feeling like a lot of anxiety. I'll literally have that meditation where I just sit down. And I'm like, okay, I need, I need to have a conversation with you. And I invite him into my life to, to, to give me like advice, you know? And so it's interesting that you say that, that somebody who is Christian or Catholic or whatever they might be could see meditation as something that's like anti-religious, because I think in reality, all religions have a history with meditation. Buddhist monks meditate, priests meditate, pastors meditate. They all do some sort of meditation, right? Yes. Yes. And so, I mean, and I learned also, it's like, well, when you pray, you're speaking to, to God, right? But when you meditate, you're listening, listening. Yes. And I'm like, wow, that's so powerful. It's like, of course you need to stop and listen. You know, what is that message? You know, you, sure. You're like, Oh God, you know, everybody's like, I have this problem and I need a solution and I need help. Da, da, da. But you don't stop to listen. You're just like, pray, 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 pray. And you're off. Right. What about you? Stop. Listen. What is the help? What is the solution? What are those answers? You know? So anyway, so from there, that's where I decided to create a podcast because I wanted to be transparent with the families. And so I created a five-minute bilingual meditation podcast, also called Decide Balance, Decide Balance. So families could hear like what I was saying. I mean, plus the teacher is there. She's not gonna, you know, allow me to say anything about religion or changing exactly. religion, which that's exactly. not me anyway. Yes. But you know, of course, you know, so that's where that started. And uh, so I just kept going, 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 going. And then during the pandemic, um, I was participating in the We All Grow Latina, uh, you know, group, and they mentioned that they're going to have a med meditation 101 workshop. And I attended, and it was a beautiful presentation. And the gal that was speaking, she is a certified meditation teacher from the Deepak Chopra Center. And I'm like, oh my goodness, you can get certified to teach meditation. And years ago, I had been wanting to do something like this, but it's like where and research and is the school legit and all this stuff, right? And I just kind of had it in the back of my mind and every now and then I would start searching, but here it is. And you know, when the student is ready, the teacher shows up. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. That's exactly what happened. I'm like, this is what I need to do. So of course, you know, if, if you don't know who Deepak Chopra is, Google him right now after the, after the episode, actually, but you I will be blown Deepak. away. I love Deepak. I've done, I've done a whole abundance series with Deepak. I mean, his voice is one of my favorite voices. I just, cause I hear him and all of a sudden I feel peaceful. I've fallen yes. asleep to him many a times. Yes. <laughs> I've done his and Oprah's with well, the 21 day meditation challenges as well. Like he yes. does some amazing things in this world. Absolutely. Okay, keep going. Yes, I agree. And so I, I decided to, to look into it and I enrolled. And so now I'm a Chopra certified meditation teacher. And so I decided to continue working with children because that's where the future is. The children are the future. They're the ones who are going to change the world. And Years ago, I heard this beautiful quote by the Dalai Lama where he says, if every eight-year-old in the world is taught meditation, we will eliminate violence within one generation. Oh. And it blew my mind because that is my kid's age range. Yeah. That means my kids are going to witness and bring world peace to the world, which we need. We oh, so desperately yeah. need, you know, and, and seeing how, you know, this, this young millennial generation, they're standing in their power. They're like, we are so over what you old folks are doing, you know, trying to figure out things with war, with violence, with hate, like no more, right. They're changing all these things. So can you imagine teaching the children, three-year-olds, four or five, you know, on and on and on how to take a pause, how to take a deep breath instead of reacting. And so that's what I'm teaching. I'm, I'm teaching the kids. I'm going in person. I'm doing virtually and teaching the kids. Okay. You know, when can you use this meditation? When can you use breathing techniques? When you feel anger, frustration, when you're sad, when you just, you know, want to yell back at someone or when you have this strong emotion and you don't even know what it's called, but you're just like, whatever it, you know, it's really strong. Breathe, take a big breath in 
you know, put your one hand on your tummy, one hand on your heart and feel the breath, you know, feel your body as it moves, notice your breath as it goes in and out. And so guiding them through this, and it's been such a beautiful experience. And um, I did a a four part series for uh, one of the schools. And on my last class, I told the students, uh, well, today's my last you know, day here and in person. And in chorus, everybody's like, no, why? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> thank you. So it was just so beautiful to see that they really enjoyed it. They enjoyed the classes with me. And they're, and they're so cute because I would walk in and they'd say, Miss Yvonne, I practice with my family. Miss Yvonne, I practice with my little sister. Miss Yvonne, I practice with my parents or with my grandma or, you know, or um, I had one little girl say, um, during my soccer game, we lost and I was so, so mad. But then I remembered what you taught us and I started to breathe and I felt better. And I'm like, that's huge. I'm like, that is amazing. That's like emotional mastery at work. Yes. What everybody needs. (laughs) This was a second grader. And I'm like, congratulations. That is exactly what we're supposed to do. You are doing a phenomenal job. And then I shared it with the class. I'm like, did you all hear so-and-so? I need to share with you all. And then I started sharing in all the class. I'm like, I just had a student share da 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 And uh, it's just so beautiful. They're, they're really enjoying it. And it, working with the preschoolers to three, four years old, and we're all breathing together. And I'm like, oh my gosh, they're so cute. I'm like, can you imagine when these three and four-year-olds are in high school? they're going to be able to really manage those emotions, you know, like hormones and everything, middle school, right? There's so many hormones going on, you know, through middle school, so many changes, everything. So can you imagine they're going to be able to like fully manage emotions and help avoid future mental uh, illnesses, you know, which I learned that a lot of mental health illnesses uh, begin in childhood because they don't have the tools to help them process and release and, you know, manage those emotions. And and this is going to profoundly, I think, impact these children. Like, like, just like I shared with you how, and it's interesting because I never really thought about it. I was like, oh yes, I still do that. And that was the first meditation that I did when I was in sixth grade, what you're doing them, you're teaching them something that when they go through a difficult situation, they'll be able to, even as adults, they'll say, oh, I remember Miss Hernandez came to my classroom and let me practice and let me go back because it felt, you, as a child, you are so in tune with how something feels. You know how they say that you don't remember sometimes like who that person is or what they did, but you always remember how somebody makes you feel or how something makes you feel. So when something makes you feel really good and at peace, you want to go back to that feeling. So it, it, it's like, it's going to be an anchor for these children in the future. What you're doing is, is really tremendous work. I, I also, also have to say that I commend you for starting to do it before you were, you know that saying, like start before you're ready. You're definitely an example of start before you're ready because a lot of people in your situation could have said, yeah, I know that this isn't, this is something that's a very useful tool. Oh, but I can't go in there and I can't help because I don't have the certificate of blah, 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 blah. And they would have stopped themselves and you decided, I mean, you went all in and you were like, okay, I'm going in here and I'm, and, and that is something that it's, it was like the start of your, it was like the start of your journey, but you didn't hold back. Can can you explain just because I know that other women struggle with this and I see it all the time and like clients that I have or people that are have that sort of imposter syndrome where they're afraid to step into the role that they know they're supposed to be in. What would you what would you tell them that helped you be able to do that? I mean, this is for a bigger cause. At the moment, I guess I I, I was looking as like, oh, this is going to help the classroom, not just my child. Right. So I need to step up and do something. And so, but actually it turned out to be even bigger than just the classroom because now I'm helping children around the world without even realizing, but it's like, this is bigger than me. We're here for a purpose, you know, and sometimes we don't realize it. So we have to like, listen to those messages. Where are they guiding us? You know, where's your intuition? Where's your gut guiding you? And that's definitely what I did. I had to listen. Because for a long time, of course, imposter syndrome, all this stuff. And I I still go through that stuff, but I still have to like have that conversation. I'm like, okay, really? Like, are you going to let that stop you? Like, come on, you know, what, 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 
what would happen if you did move forward? What would happen if you did listen? What if you just took that chance? Yes. I think it's, it's a little bit of a, when you focus on the purpose and the mission versus focusing on the ego, because sometimes we can get stuck in the ego. And when it's all about us, we can, we can stop ourselves from moving forward. Whereas if we focus on the bigger picture and on others, it's easier to step into that role because we're no longer focused on ourselves. We're focusing on, on the purpose of why we're doing something and why we're stepping into that to begin with. Exactly. Yeah, I love that. So now tell us a, a little bit about all the different programs and things that you're doing because you have some exciting things that yes. you are actually doing at the moment. So to... I guess to start that off, I wanted to share that. (laughs) Yeah, but before that, I wanted to share that I'm on a mission to teach meditation to 1 million children. And that was actually a message that I received when I finished my certification program, because when we, what I was taught is to meditate in silence. And when you meditate in silence, oh my goodness, it's so beautiful, so powerful. Like you think better, you release so much, messages start coming in, all these ideas, you know? And that was one of them because I was thinking, okay, now that I'm done, what am I going to do? And when we meditate in silence, we always ask ourselves, um, who am I? Um, uh, What is my purpose? What am I grateful for? And what do I want? Can you repeat those questions again? One more time. So um, who am I? What do I want? What is my purpose? And what am I grateful for? Love it. So, you know, we ask those questions, we take a moment and then we, we, you know, we go through our meditation. So, you know, these questions I've been asking this whole time as I was going through the program and practicing while I was in the program. When I finished the program, I graduated. And kid you not, like a couple days later, that's what came in. I'm going to teach meditation to 1 million children. I'm like, yes. And that felt so good in my heart. I'm like, that's exactly what I'm going to do. I've already been working with children, but now I get to do this on a deeper level, on a bigger level, on a global level, and really have an impact in the world. And so also learning that Deepak Chopra, his mission is to have a billion people meditating around the world. Because when that billion is 15% of the world population that's where change happens. It's only 15%. It's not, not a lot, right? But that's where the change happens. And in, and in my mind, I'm like, wow. But if we start with the children, that'll be even bigger. Like I can really help and contribute to that goal because I want goal, world peace for sure. And so like, what, what can I do? How can I help? I'm going to teach the children because they're the future leaders, they're the future world changers. And so it just felt so good. Like everything started connecting, you know, the Dalai Lama's quote and then hearing Deepak and then just listening to my intuition, like everything's coming together. I'm like, that's where I'm going. And the languages, the fact that you speak two different languages so you're able to access two different, you know, uh, you can also access geographical areas that you would know not be able to otherwise I mean that's you can access all of Latin America Spain I mean like that's amazing yes and I'm definitely I'm working on putting a global team together so that we can offer meditations for children and workshops in different languages I I already have you know from my from my sisters you know that we graduated together from um the Chopra Center, um, we have different that um, that speak different languages. So I'm really excited to collaborate with them and then with others to to bring different languages, uh, you know, meditation to the children. So that way we can reach even more children. So that is definitely in the works. It's on my action plan, and uh, so I'm excited to you know to be sharing that in the in the future. I love that you say these big goals out loud. I think the first step towards reaching such an amazing supercalifragilisticexpialidocious goal is <laughs> like to say it out to allow yourself to say I'm going to teach one million kids how to meditate I mean that's like a huge goal so to be able to Declaring. say it out loud you're like claiming it and you're putting it out into the universe I think that's what we a lot of us need to do with the goals and the dreams that we have that live within us that we don't even dare to even express them in words you know Yes, declaring, saying it out loud, and then, you know, sharing it with with those around you. It's like, 
those that uplift you, of course, you know, it's like, hey, this is what I want to do. And surround yourself with those that are like-minded, that have big goals, that are supportive, you know, letting go of those people that are naysayers that doubt you. It's like, you don't need those people. Like share it with those that are, you know, find a community that will support you and uplift you so that together you can reach the goals together. And that's what I try to do, you know, surround myself with, with people that, have the big goals and want to do something. Hola, mamacitas. Have you heard? Another awesome beauty brand just landed at Alta Beauty, R.E.M. Beauty by Ariana Grande. R.E.M. Beauty makes the perfect addition to Ulta Beauty's unrivaled assortment, especially as Ulta Beauty is the exclusive retail partner for Ariana's beloved fragrances, including God is a Woman, Thank You Next, and more. Ulta Beauty will carry the full REM Beauty assortment, including the Chapter One collection, Ultraviolet, which houses the Midnight Shadow Eyeshadow Palette, At the Borderline Eyeliner Marker, On Your Collar Matte Lipstick, y mucho más. Ulta Beauty is thrilled to welcome REM Beauty to select store locations and Ulta.com. So head over to your Ulta Beauty store or to Ulta.com and shop REM Beauty by Ariana Grande, only at Ulta Beauty. Absolutely. Now, for those of us that are listening, they're like, okay, well, meditation, what's the big deal? Can you, I mean, there's some people out there that are like, you know, the doubters, let's say, what are the concrete benefits of meditating? Okay. So you have better sleep. It helps to reduce um, any addictions. It helps with depression, with anxiety. It helps to lower, uh, oh my gosh, blood pressure um, or, you know, monitor your blood pressure or better your blood pressure, <laughs> um, better sleep. Um, let's see, clarity, focus, attention. You retain things better. You're more creative. Um, let's see, there's definitely an anti-aging that happens as well, uh, which I'm like, what? <laughs> That's like a bonus. <laughs> uh, it helps, you know, to reduce the aging process. I'm like, hey, and, um, Oh my gosh, there's like so many things. It, it helps to reduce illness and prevent illnesses and diseases. You know, stress we absorb from what we hear, from what we see, from what we do, from our environment, from our families, from our peers, from work. There's always stress. Even kids, they're absorbing it. You might think, oh, it's a child. They don't have stress. Oh, girl, yes, they do have stress because they're absorbing it, right? Stress is absorbed into your body. Stress transforms forms into inflammation in your body. Inflammation then can transform into illnesses and diseases. So can you imagine if you could prevent that stress from staying in your body? You can prevent illnesses and diseases. So think about it. Does anybody in your family, you know, constantly taking medication, constantly going to the doctor, are they suffering from diabetes and high cholesterol? heart disease, cancers, I mean, all these crazy illnesses and diseases. Why do we have so many illnesses and diseases now? Because of all the stress around us, you know? First thing I would say, stop watching the news, listening to the news, you know, all these things um, to help reduce that stress. What you say, what you listen to, the music that you listen to. So much. Oh my God. I, 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 don't, I never, I can't say it enough that the content we consume is one of the most powerful things that will either disempower us or empower us, make us feel happy or not. I mean, yeah. and, and that is so much in our power that what we listen to changes. I always, it's funny because my husband, like yesterday I was talking about, there's two podcasters that I love and they, every time I listen to them, they make me feel so happy. And I feel, I told them, I'm like my two best friends and I call them by my, my <laughs> I have never met these women in my life, but they bring such happy moments to my, to me. And I just wish everybody would, could discover that for themselves, like listening to content that uplifts you, that gives you positivity, that makes you feel like there is a reason for you getting up every morning is so powerful. Yes. Oh, I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Yes, we definitely need to be conscious, you know, of what we're listening to in, in every day, all day long. And sometimes people are so used to that. They don't even realize like, oh yeah, I'm just watching the news or listening to the news in the background. It's like, that's a lot of trash and stress that's going into your body. Right. So we, we can prevent a lot of these, you know, things from happening. And if you currently are suffering from a lot of these things, you can start reducing 
Meditation will help you reduce, and especially going into silent meditation helps to release that deep-rooted stress that we have that we don't even realize but we are, and I've experienced it myself. Um, meditation has definitely helped me reverse the vitiligo on my body. Um, so vitiligo is this type of- what the, I know what that is because my grandmother has it, but can you tell people that don't know what vitiligo is, what it is? So vitiligo is an autoimmune deficiency disorder. And so my dermatologist said that everybody has the vitiligo gene and it's activated by high stress. So many, many, many years ago, gosh, 19, over 19 years ago, I decided to do a laser hair removal on my underarms because I was single and I was tired of shaving my underarms, you know, being vain. And I'm like, well, whatever. Well, that is a form of high stress. My skin color is dark. And so they did disclose that it's possible that, you know, it could change the color, but it's not very common. I'm like, okay, yeah, 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 whatever. Well, one in a million chance, I'm the million and so it started changing wait, wait, my wait, color back on that. So, it, so sometimes these laser removals, they cause the vitiligo because it's a high stress on the skin. Is that what it is? Yeah, it can activate it. Yeah. So it, any form of high stress. And so, and actually like, it could even be like something even more like a traumatic situation or like a parent's divorce. I do have uh, a, you know, an aunt far removed, but her parents went through divorce and it activated her vitiligo. Uh, she's the oldest. And so that was a lot of stress for her. So it definitely activated her vitiligo. For me, it was a, a combination. So it was the laser. And then I got married. I moved from Texas to California. So a big move, a big change, starting a new family, you know, make new friends all over again. I mean, I didn't even realize it. But when I look back and I'm like, holy smokes, that was like a bomb on my body. And then five years later, I became mom. So of course, hormones are changing, todo, like everything changes. So that was a lot of stress on my body, even though I felt like, oh yeah, I'm okay, okay. But it was a lot of stress. Once I stopped watching the news, I stopped watching like crazy thriller movies, like no horror movies, no thriller, like high action, like anything that gives you anxiety, you're like, oh my gosh, right? That's suspense. No more. Um, what I was listening to, the products that I was consuming, the that even putting on my skin, my makeup, my nail polish, shampoo, todo, everything, um, cleaning stuff. I mean, major clear out of all the stuff because even the products are a type of stress on your body. The lotion, the shampoo, the deodorant, the makeup. I mean, and then imagine that stuff is on your kids too. So you're adding an unknown stressor to your kids' bodies. It's being absorbed into their bloodstream. And so I had to make a change because I, I knew that if I didn't, my vitiligo was going to get worse. Well, actually, my elbows used to be white uh, from the vitiligo. And now my skin color, beautiful brown, is back. And so I still have some spots um, still you in my underarms. Some of it. I'm reversed a ton of it. I had it on my neck. I had it above my eyebrows, behind my neck. I have never heard, by the way, I have never heard of anybody reversing vitiligo. Because they're only trying to reverse with medication, with the steroid cream that the topical steroid cream that they give, because this is med traditional medicine, right? Which is, you know, you know, stuff to band-aid over it. But what if you get to the root cause, right? That is a holistic approach to helping. So for me, it was meditation, was taking care of myself first, like prioritizing myself, like putting the oxygen mask first, because, you know, growing up and like learning from everybody else, mama is always the last one. And I did that for a long time. And so like learning to like put myself first, to acknowledge myself first, to tell myself that I love myself, doing mirror work. Um, girl, I've done so much uh, work on myself. Um, because of all of that, the products, total, everything, it's helped to reverse the vitiligo because it's a stress on my body. It's, it's my body screaming at me, hey, listen to me, pay attention, which is the same thing as if someone has anxiety, if someone has depression, if someone has a migraine, if someone has high cholesterol, if someone has diabetes, all of that comes from stress. It's activated from stress in your body. So what if you start 
reversing? What if you start reducing and making those little changes? You know, it's not 100% guaranteed, but what if it does work? Yeah, what if it what if it works? Yes. And 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 I think that sometimes people forget that they could also do the conventional medicine and then the holistic medicine it, together at the same time, you know? Because yeah. yeah, sure. I think when people go extreme either way, sometimes they could be, I, I think there is, there's an area where we could coexist and, and definitely give that holistic, because I've seen some miracles happening. I mean, I, I had a friend who had cancer and she was basically diagnosed to be like, to, 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 she was going to die. And she totally reversed her cancer. And it was by doing exactly what you described, like cleaning out everything, the products that she ate. She went to like a raw vegetable diet. I mean, and she, and, and I remember she was used, she, we were doing a musical together and she was using this um, toothpaste that I had never seen before because it's not like the normal ones that you know of. And it was like a, a, an organic, you know, from a very interesting toothpaste. I was like, what are you, what are you using? What is that? And then she explained, no, I use all these products and I, and I eat this way because everybody in my cancer, in my family has died from cancer and I got it too. And 10 months after I was diagnosed with the cancer, I went back to the doctor and the doctor couldn't believe it. The cancer was gone. Wow. So, I mean, I do, I do believe that there are things that we are not able to explain that need to be given a shot because, and like you say, it's also getting to know oneself and listening to our bodies because we get signs like our, like our body screaming, you said, it tells us when yeah. something's off. And sometimes we don't take the time to listen to ourselves. Like you said, it's like meditation is about precisely that listening instead of just blah, 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 you know, talking, talking, talking. So important. Oh, yes, definitely. So it's definitely been a, a big, big change. And it's like, wow, look, it's like I'm proof that it, it can happen, you know, when you take that time. And it's all about taking that first big breath in, that's where it starts. You know, I, I feel like if anybody says, well, I don't know where to start. I'm so busy. I don't have time. And I got this and the, that and da, 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 da. You know what? Take a big breath in and then try it again. You know, okay. it's like, that's where it starts. And, 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 and immediately when you take that big breath in, there's already changes happening in your body. And, and, and your body is very powerful. It can heal itself if you allow it to, because of all the stress that's going on and you're like, zoom, 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 zoom. But when you stop and you breathe and you meditate, your body's now like, okay, now I can work on myself instead of like fight or flight mode. Cause that's what we're on fight or flight mode. That's what our body, and that's why these things are happening, right? The anxiety, the depression, the, the, the addictions, like all of this stuff, the illnesses, it's like, cause we're always on a fight or flight mode, the phone, the dings, like who texts me, who's calling me, the Instagram, the Facebook, the, this, that it's like, girl, put that phone away. Like I have mine on do not disturb, like pretty much all day. And when no, I'm ready, no, when I'm ready, then I will answer <laughs> like that. The ding does not determine when. And so sometimes like, I'll leave it on. Cause I was, you know, doing something. And then my kids like, Oh moms, you know, you just got a text message. I'm like, it's okay. They can wait. Yeah. It's not urgent. And if it is too bad, they need to wait for me because when I'm ready, I will answer. Absolutely. You know, it's about owning your time. Absolutely. I love that. Choosing. I love that. <laughs> yes. Yes. Now, what about if somebody says, well, do I take, because I think a lot of people are turned off. Maybe this is an assumption, but many people I think are turned off by meditation because they're like, I don't have, like you said, I don't have an hour. I don't have, you know, or it's too hard. Like, what do you say for people like, how much do they need? Like, how, what can they start with? What can you start with? Like, do they need an hour to meditate in order for it to make a difference in their life? No, no, not at all. And that was one of the ideas I did the five minute bilingual meditation podcast. It's like, do you have five minutes? Sure. Or how about make it, add it to something that you already do, add it to a habit. Do you brush your teeth every day? Yes. Okay. So how about right before you brush your teeth, take your time and take, you know, a few rounds of deep breaths exhale, noticing your breath, you know, put one hand over your heart right before you start brushing your teeth. Do a few rounds and just breathe in and then exhale and really like notice, notice the breath. So that way your attention is on your breath and it's not on about, oh, I got to get the toothpaste. Oh, I need to go buy some more. Oh, the this, the list, the shopping, the whatever, right? Like, no, focus on your breath. That way you have your attention Notice how it feels 
So now you have the other sensation. So when you start adding your senses to it, it really helps to be in that present moment. And that's what you want. And it's just a few minutes, like one minute, that's all you have, do it. But it has to start somewhere, you know? Like first you have to choose. Yes, I want to change my life. I I want to do something for myself. And And if you're a parent or a future parent or a caregiver, you are setting an example for the children. You're setting an example for the future world changers. You know, can you imagine if this, you know, these people that are doing all this harm, this violence, this war, uh, war and hate, what if they took some deep breaths? What if they meditated? This would not be happening. And that's what I was telling the kids. Like, they are not meditating. They are not taking a full breath in. So you all, when you are adult, you can prevent all that from happening. You guys are going to help to bring world peace because you're taking that full breath in. You're not reacting. You're going to, if someone yells at you or someone takes something from you, instead of going, you know, breathe. Think about what you're going to say. Or maybe don't say anything at all and just walk away. You know, it's like you be the bigger person. You be the better person by breathing and taking that pause. Wow. Now, if somebody wants to, get in touch with you and, and teach your child, like tell about the specific, you have classes, right? Online courses that people can put their children in. Can the mothers participate in those classes as well? Sure. If they want to. Um, so yeah, I mainly focus it on the kids um, to make it interactive and it's only 15 minutes. Their attention span is very short. So I want to make it, you know, quick, easy, but for them to enjoy it as well. So 15 minutes and what it's bilingual. Um, so ages five and up. You know, okay. there's some that, you know, could do it for, you know, if, if they're okay, you know, sitting in front of the screen. Um, but I, you know, mainly are five-year-olds, five-year-olds and up that take the classes, um, but all are welcome. And even though they're bilingual, and if, even if you don't speak Spanish or you don't speak English, it doesn't matter. Like, you, you're still going to receive a lot from it. And we go through different breathing exercises and different meditations, and we change it around and try to make it fun and interactive. And we talk about gratitude. And so it's really cute, really sweet, really simple um, and enjoyable as well. Where do they go if they want to learn more about your online classes? So everything is on decidebalance.com. You can also find me on Instagram as decidebalance and on Facebook as decidebalance. Wonderful. Yay. And also you were telling me right before we hopped on that you're also um, certified to teach in the homeschooling. Yeah. So tell a little bit us a little bit about that, because I think that's super interesting for any so, anyone out there who's homeschools their children. Yes, I'm an approved vendor for homeschool. So I'm insured I'm certified. So um, yeah, so homeschool, you know, there's so many students still doing and you know, and you know, parents choose to do homeschool. And I think it's so beautiful that there are options. And uh, so public schools can also do the classes, homeschools can do the classes. So uh, I am an approved vendor. So I have all the paperwork, everything ready to go, you just need to reach out and we can get that started so that I can get on your homeschool approved vendor list. Amazing. And now you have a very exciting thing for uh, for moms, for Latina moms specifically. Tell us a little bit about what's happening. So yes, pretty, pretty soon. So May 18th through the 21st, I will be having a Latina Moms Mindfulness Summit. And I'm so, so excited because all the speakers that I'm bringing, they're all Latina moms, of course. So from Latina moms to Latina moms. And um talking everything from intuition and connecting with your cycle and money and um, manifestation and um, mindset. Oh my goodness. So many things, nutrition, gosh, so many things. So we have so many beautiful, amazing powerhouses that are collaborating on this beautiful summit and you as well. So I'm excited to hear what you're going to say as well. Excited to be a speaker for the summit. So how can they sign up? Anybody who was interested and it's bilingual. So you were telling me that they actually, even if you only, if somebody only speaks Spanish, you can recommend this to somebody who speaks Spanish because everything will have subtitles, correct? Yes. It'll all have subtitles and And we will do some of them, both English and Spanish. We will be translating as we go as well. But it is, you know, available in Espanol as well. So that way we can reach more Latina moms as well. Um, And so I'm really excited. And so you can go to mamasconganas.com forward slash 134. 
And there you'll have the link to be able to um, access and purchase your ticket for the summit. That's going to be exciting. I mean, a bunch of Latina moms together talking mindfulness, mindset, and all that good stuff. I can't wait. Yes, because there's so many things that fall under the mindfulness umbrella. And mindfulness is not really something that we're taught in the Latino community. You know, it's always like hustle, hustle, hustle. There's no rest. And if you rest, you're considered lazy and, you know, just go, 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 go. And it's like, wait, there's there's so many things that, you know, could happen, you know, beautiful things that could happen. If you rest, if you listen to your body, if you listen to your intuition, if you take that time for yourself. And so that's why I wanted to bring this together and bring this, you know, these resources to our Latina moms. Yes, it's going to be amazing. So yes, go to mamasconganas.com forward slash 134. Get your ticket. We'll see you there. Yvonne, I think we're going to have to do another podcast episode talking about your Reiki master certificate because that's also a very interesting subject, but it's a whole subject on its own. <laughs> I've actually, so that you know, mamacitas, I've caught, you've done some distance Reiki on a bunch of my family members. So Yes, but that's yeah. a very interesting stuff. It'll be another another podcast episode. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Can we have a little, maybe a little, I don't know, two-minute meditation to leave our mamacitas in uh, in some... Yes, claro que sí. Okay, so everybody get comfortable. Uh, settle into your space. Close your eyes whenever you're ready or just have a soft gaze looking down. And I want you to take a big breath in, inhala profundo, and gently exhale, exhala. Now when you put your hand on your heart and one hand on your tummy, and keep following your breath, notice how your tummy rises as you inhale. And it moves down as you exhale. Notice your heartbeat. Notice the warmth. Notice your beautiful rhythm of your heartbeat telling you I love you. Reminding you, you have peace in your heart. You have calm in your heart. And I want you to really notice that beautiful peace, that beautiful love that's coming from your heart. Ese amorcito. And this beautiful love, notice how it's filling up your body from head to toe, de pies a cabeza. And it's overflowing to the space around you, overflowing to your family near and far. Maybe they also need some of your love, some of your peace. Ese amorcito, esa paz. And notice this love overflowing to your community, tu comunidad, your city. Tu ciudad, overflowing to your state, overflowing to your country. Your country needs a lot of love, a lot of your love and your peace. Overflowing to the countries above and below you. And now let's send your love and your peace all around the world. So many need your love and peace. Hug the world with your love, with your peace.
And I want you to hug yourself. Give yourself a great big hug. Remind yourself that you are loved and you are love. And this beautiful love that you have inside of you is helping so many. Creating a beautiful ripple effect and connecting us all around the world. So take a big breath in, inhala profundo. Exhale, exhala. Start wiggling your toes and your fingers. Start coming back. And when you're ready, you may open your eyes. Abran sus ojos. Thank you so much, Yvonne. This is beautiful, very healing. I know uh, that the mamacitas that are doing this with me are feeling the same thing. This is, it's beautiful. We need to spread, spread love around the world and peace. It's so needed at this moment right now. We do, yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's making me teary-eyed. We do, we do need a lot of love and peace around the world. and. And it starts with us. It starts within us. Yes, we need to be the change we want to see in the world. Absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. Again, you know, it doesn't take an hour for this to have a profound impact in your life. You can find at any of the podcast platforms at Decide Balance. You can follow her at Decide Balance. And yeah, hasta la próxima. Thank you so much, Yvonne. Thank you. It's Valentina. Espero te gustó este episodio de nuestro podcast. If you liked it or if any of our content has inspired you in any way, I'd be ever so grateful if you showed some amorcito by reviewing us on iTunes or wherever you listen to us. Every single review will help us reach more mamacitas so they can live their life con muchas ganas. It's because of you, our listeners, that we're able to create contenido para otras latinas. Un millón de gracias por suscribirte, escuchar y compartir nuestro podcast. Si tienen preguntas, comentarios y más, pueden visitar nuestra página web mamasconganas.com or follow us on social media at mamasconganas. You can also write me directly at info at mamasconganas.com. Hasta la próxima. Es Valentina recordándote, don't be a mama con drama. Mm -mm. Let's be mamas con ganas. Besitos.